Welcome back to the Messy Masterpiece Podcast with Chad and Tori. Oh, oh my gosh, I almost and, forgot. Hello. And, and two and. very important people, <laughs> Jordan and Milena Sissiati. Hi. Yay. I wish Thank we had the, for having the button, the clap. Wait, you know oh, what I, mean? I think Wait. I got one, but it's a slow clap. Oh. Yeah. So it would be very anticlimactic. Yeah. Mm, okay. 30 minutes later, and people it's just finally it reaching full clap. <laughs> I love it. So we're super excited to be devoting ourselves to the Lord with you today. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are picking up on day two of our immeasurably more devotional on the Bible app. There's a link to it in the description of this podcast. I'm going to read the scripture and then Tori's going to read a devotional. And then for those of you who are new, we're going to riff on that devotional for a little while. And then we're going to get into some fun topics on stewardship of uh, your time, your treasures and your talents, AKA we're going to learn wow. how much Jordan and Melina make. That's oh, where, that's what I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Not, in the, not even the IRS <laughs> yeah. knows that. And so, <laughs> so um, we're going to do a devotional. Then we're going to just have some fun talking about that stuff. And then we'll continue the episode over on Patreon, but let's jump Ready. in. I'm reading Romans 11 verse six from the new living translation. And it says this, and since it is through God's kindness, then it is not by their good works. For in that case, God's grace would not be what it really is, free and undeserved. So good. The devotional today is called Immeasurably More Grace. And it says, you might have heard the famous song, Amazing Grace, but have you ever stopped to think about what grace actually means? Imagine this. Someone breaks into your house, steals your TV, empties your fridge, nicks your phone, takes all your family valuables. What does that person deserve? Well, they should go to prison, right? Yes. <laughs> now, to show mercy would be for you to press no charges. But to show grace, on the other hand, doesn't stop there. You'd also welcome the robber into your, into your home that they robbed, cook them a meal, and invite them into your family with nothing but love. That is crazy. That's uncalled for. That's God's grace. We were born into a world tainted by sin, our natural desires often leading us to stack up offenses against God. Mm. The Bible tells us that the penalty for sin is death. We were those criminals. But when Jesus came to earth, lived a sinless life, and died on the cross, he paid the penalty that we owed to God. On top of that, he gave us the gift of eternal life through his resurrection. Maybe that's hard for you to swallow. It seems so different from the ways we deal with offenses in this world. And to top it all off, God's grace isn't something we can earn or work for. It's a gift that we receive freely when we believe in Jesus. Now that's amazing grace. Wow. That's powerful. Hey, have you guys ever heard that story? I'm I'm probably going to butcher it a little bit. So if you know it better than I do, feel free to pipe up. But Mm -hmm. There is this, there's this guy who's like a godly man in this village. And then this person, this homeless person comes and knocks on his door Mm -hmm. and he just wants a hot uh, um, plate of food, all this stuff. And he welcomes him in and he cooks hot food and he actually gives him a bed to sleep that night. And then he hears some ruffling around in the morning. He's like, what's going on? And then he wakes up to find that same guy stealing his expensive silver like uh cutlery and candlesticks mm-hmm. and stuff like that yeah and he tries to get him to stop but then the guy actually punches knocks him. him out he punches him and he falls down and then the the guy grabs a few things and he runs away right and then he um he ends up um 
I, I guess he just goes back to sleep and he wakes back up to another knock on his door where it was like the police or the guards found this person and said, hey, we found this person with what we believe is your property. You know, is this yours? And he said, oh, no, 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 no. I gave him that. And I also, he forgot more. He left more of it. Mm-hmm. And that just gives me goosebumps to think that, wow, the amount of grace that person yeah. showed in that moment was to say, wow, I was, I was beaten and I was, I had, I was robbed that person forgot the rest of it. They forgot the rest. And that, that's God's grace. Yeah. Amen. It reminds me of that verse in Romans 2 where Paul is saying, Do not presume on the riches of his kindness and forbearance and patience, not knowing that God's kindness is meant to lead you to repentance. Yes. That's what that's that's the whole gospel is yeah. while we were still sinners. Yeah. Like you, like I mm-hmm. heard on your guys podcast yeah. a few days ago. I was I was yeah. listening to it upstairs. I was like, "Chad, we were just talking about this yeah. the other night." He's like, yeah. "Listen, l- go ahead and check it out." And yeah. I think you'll laugh and I did. But we don't have to clean ourselves up and get presentable. Yep. Before God can mm-hmm. forgive us and show us grace. Yeah. And in fact, grace is an acronym. You might have heard this in Sunday school. God's riches at Christ's expense. Oh, I've, never I've never heard, heard that. that. And I just He paid attention in school. <laughs> just Sunday school. But no, I I I've always clung on to that because we Wait, can you say it again? It's God's riches at Christ's expense. Wow. So we get to the inherit we get the inheritance of Christ mm-hmm. and all that it means to be a child of of God. Yeah. While Christ endured what he did on the cross on our behalf. Wow. So I thought yeah. that was super powerful and I remember that as a little kid, but I, I, it sticks with me and is all the more true today. Well, thanks for everyone for tuning into the podcast. <laughs> you know, that was awesome. <laughs> hey, it. so in the actual Bible app plan, there's, there's some questions in there as well. I would mm-hmm. love it if we all just took just a few seconds to yeah. answer one of the questions and yeah. we can kind of like popcorn. So if you want to go first, babe, then Milena, then Jordan and me. I feel like I'm in school. Right? I like popcorn. Popcorn. I like it. Oh, okay. So the <laughs> question like, oh. is this. Get Are you all ready? going. The question is, in light of God's grace for you, mm-hmm. how can you extend grace to a friend, teacher, or family member today? Yeah. Is there someone that immediately mm-hmm. popped up in your head? Not necessarily a person, but I remember um, Melania and I were like just talking about this a couple of days ago when we were talking about grace, because I feel like we had like a two-hour long conversation about grace yeah. <laughs> the oh, other yeah. day. Mm-hmm. And um, I was talking about an instance between like you and I, where we were in like a disagreement and my flesh wanted to like make you feel bad. My flesh wanted to like pull away from you. Mm -hmm. And it's like the most audible, like tangible conversation that I've ever had between like spirit and flesh where my spirit was like, look him in the eyes, forgive him, tell him you love him. And my flesh was like, pull away from him, make him feel bad, put shame on him. And I like had this wrestling in me and God like so clearly was like, you need to extend to him the same grace that I've extended to you. And like you are as a wife, a model and a reflection of my love to your husband. And in that moment I had to like fight against that. And I remember like being able to choose the spirit and remembering like that night we like connected on a whole new level and it felt like the most tangible grace I'd felt like in a human relationship you know and it was like sweet but it was it was that was like true for me I'm like wow there's been so many moments where I've just completely 
fallen on my face because I've recognized that I don't deserve his grace. Mm -hmm. Like I've been face to face with what I'm capable of apart from Christ. And it's things that you like wouldn't imagine you're capable of. And when you actually recognize that, that you're bent towards sin, that you aren't this like holy and righteous human that's perfect walking around doing all the right things all the time. And you recognize that. And then you look to this holy, perfect God that says, I love you still. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I loved you enough to like send my son to actually die for you so that we could have a relationship. It, it does like bring you to your knees. And when you experience that level of like depth inside of like grace, then when you experience things with humans, you know, where you have to then give it back to them, I always go back to, to those moments in my life where I've received it so fully And I'm like, wow, who am I to deny giving grace to someone when I've like received it for myself? So like incredibly. Well, by God, I love that. Sorry. You told me to like, give like a quick, quick (laughs) little sentence. We're going to talk for one minute. Tori just talked (laughs) for everyone. Gosh, that was great. Um, I immediately thought of the kids just because I feel like the amount of grace that we need to have with them is just like you realize you have this patience that you had no idea you were capable of holding. Yeah. Cause they'll do the same thing 27 times. And you're like, bro, didn't we just talk about this? Had to do that. Yeah. And they still (laughs) do it again. Um, one thing I've been trying to like really practice with the kids is like show that grace and love are both unconditional. Mm -hmm. So like when I am correcting her, I'll let her know, like, I love you still. Mm -hmm. I love you more actually. Like I knew this would happen. And guess what? I'm okay with it. You know, kind of like how God is with us. Like he knows every sin we've Mm -hmm. already committed and will commit. So it's like the same principle. And like just the idea how like your relationship with Chad is like a representation of Christ. That's how it is for our kids. Like we represent Christ to them. Mm -hmm. So I think really early on in a child's life, they can have a very skewed version or like skewed idea of what God is. And I think that can stick with them for so long that Mm -hmm. I am trying so hard to not damage that. Yeah. And of course I will, but I feel like I, we are catching ourselves all the time being like, wait, yeah. what does God do for us every yeah. single day? Yeah. You know, and just extending that to them too. Yeah. yeah I love so that. Good. Anything on your mind? No surprise here, but just <laughs> within our marriage, like Melina and I well, both. Well, when you first asked the question, you should just, <laughs> we both like looked at each other. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just something where, I don't know if this is a true to be, if you find this to be true in your life or not, but for me, I get hurt by and hurt the people closest to me yes. that mean the most, Yeah, the most, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So for Milena and the kids and my parents and close friends and brothers, and like we can all be so brutally honest and so transparent with one another that yeah. we can have the apparent grace or the apparent kindness to somebody that we don't even know that well. Right. While treating our family or those closest to us with the least amount of grace. So mm-hmm. that's a challenge in a introspective uh, humbling from for myself yeah. that I think uh, I, I almost need to give grace to myself in that yeah. and grace to Melena <laughs> in that. So that's that's yeah. been on my heart. Well, so, yeah. so that was actually mine as well. 
And so I'll, I was Gross. just, as you're sharing, just play that, footsies bros being bros. We're doing that Ew. TikTok relationship thing on like YouTube video. Uh-huh. We're too it far to so high five, so we'll just high toe. That high made toe. me so uncomfortable. Same. Oh, well, you know no, not that. The, the YouTube video. Oh, videos. yeah. <laughs> not this, though? We're Both good. Can make I mean, I'm not mad about it. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. It's definitely, and Tori's felt this. My mom's felt this. The closest people. I, I tend to hold people to a high expectation and you desire so much from those people because you're putting so much weight and love into that person and mm-hmm. it can be so damaging to them the way you react to things and so I definitely owe both my mom and my wife an apology with that but like that's what I'm saying I follow you in that um but I I think outside of you know that answer um I really just need to I I think I just need to be more more selfless in general you know what I mean? Because if we're looking at someone for what we can get versus what we can give, it damages every relationship and anything from the person who's building our house to our friends that we don't see very often to my sweet wife and everything. I just need to just check myself at the door and say, whoa, 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 whoa. are you, are you, why are you upset with this person? Not showing this person grace. It's well, number one is because you're being selfish and you want something from them. And because I don't feel very off with people whenever I'm being selfless with them when I go to serve. And so that's just a reminder for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we're going to start transitioning the conversation to how much money, I mean, we're going to transition oh, to, goodness. to <laughs> good stewardship. And, and let me just be clear about this. I'm just making jokes about that. Cause it's just it, Tori and I felt so comfortable and at home with mm-hmm. this sweet couple and their yeah. family mm-hmm. and their friends. Yeah. Turns out Melina does have friends <laughs> because the people, <laughs> I guess running. on YouTube, the running joke is what Melina that Well, like I never post, I don't vlog yeah. on the weekends. I don't yes. vlog when friends are around because mm-hmm. I just, you know, try to be present with my friends. Right. Yeah. And so I don't story them and yeah. people like assume that I don't hang out with anyone. With so mm-hmm. we just have like this inside yeah. joke that like I don't hang out with yeah. anyone and Tori's my only friend. Yeah. I, I've <laughs> counted <laughs> on two hands that Melena has three uh, friends oh. and two of them, they work for her. But that, you know, that's it's, it's a paid thing. It's, yeah. a, paid it's a charity to be relationship. My <laughs> yes. Yes. So, yeah. but no, it, so Tori and I, and, and I'll speak for both of us in this, we have felt so welcome and invited. Yes. Tor and I talk about that a lot. My buddy James would always say that, that sometimes you can be invited to something, but you don't feel welcome, mm-hmm. right? It's just a pity invite. Yeah. And so I that that's why that topic of stewardship came to our mind because stewardship is so much more than just what you do with your finances. Mm-hmm. It's what you do with your talents, right? With what you guys do for work. And it's also what you do with um, your your time yeah. and the time that, and so you guys are so talented at hosting. Do you think that's like a gift that you all have? Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I think it is. We both love to serve, if you haven't noticed. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so it definitely helps that yeah. that's like our, our, like one of our like love languages. Yeah. And like I always grew up in a home where my parents like love to host and serve and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so did Jordan. So like the two of us, I don't know, we just really enjoy good company. Yeah. yeah. That when we have good company, we're like, we want to give you all all so you do, know? You, do you think it was just natural it just it just worked for you both yes i really try not to get in my head too much about it but wanting to not act like martha yeah but to still have hospitality yes. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. because it's yeah. very easy to turn around and reverse the reason for your hospitality to make mm-hmm. it look like i'm doing this so that it reflects positively on me right. so that yeah. people feel welcome but really they do it to my praise instead of just mm-hmm. we feel welcome because 
you've made us feel welcome. Right. Not, yeah. wow, I need to get my act together because this person knows how to throw a party or something. You know what I mean? So, yeah. and, and in that story, while I'm on it with Mary and Martha, is you have Mary just sitting at the Lord's feet yeah. and it being present. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of times... I'm getting rushed like to, to do something and make something. And I'm like, I, I just need to, this, no, we don't, we don't need to go that fancy. We don't need to go yeah. that all out. And mm-hmm. Melinda's like, but you do. And I'm like, well, sometimes I feel like I need to, mm-hmm. but the Lord's working on me in that, that I need yeah. to humble myself. And I really try not to, I, I don't mean to come off as like arrogant in hosting. I just love to do it. I yeah. love hanging out. Yeah. And yeah. I want people to have the best, you know, user experience when they come over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, so. you guys really yeah. did roll out the red carpet for us. Oh, yeah, you really did. But it's funny that you mentioned that because that was like my biggest prayer leading up to you guys coming. Like the Lord was just like, Mary, Martha, mm. who are you going to be? Wow. And I'm like, Both. they each appeared on their shoulders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as know, long as you're not Lazarus, because that would have, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, heard was, I heard the smell was really bad and all that. So <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That's a we, Bible We'll joke. shower for three days. Yeah. No, I mean, y'all really have. And, and I think there is such a, a balance. And I love what you said about not like making it about you. Cause I think that's something a lot of people struggle with is like, sometimes we've even talked about it. It's like, you want to do or serve or be this person, but it's really mm-hmm. like to make yourself look good, mm-hmm. you know, like, Oh, I did this at church or I'm on this team. Or it's I'm a on- false humility. Yes. Yeah. That like yeah. false humility that I don't feel like we like talk about enough. And so I don't even know exactly how you combat that other than like giving it back to the Holy spirit, yeah. you know, like, Holy Spirit, come into this situation, like give me humility, but also give me the gift of hospitality Mm -hmm. so that I know like exactly where you want, you know, me to be in this area. Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, exactly. You you said what I said, but said it well. (laughs) (laughs) So, so with you guys, when it comes to choosing how you steward those three things, your, your talents, treasure and, and time, have you had to work at that? Like, you know, cause you guys got married young Mm -hmm. and you know, some of these things that we're learning in terms of like, wow, I want to be a good steward, right? Mm-hmm. So I get, I, I think the traditional definition of a steward is someone who manages, quote unquote, the household, right? Uh, and so you manage something. It's not yours. Mm-hmm. It's something you manage. And so when, mm-hmm. when you look at your talents mm-hmm. or your treasures or your time, it's not your and borrow time, right? That this yeah. is this is God's Especially resources. Especially with Melana. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and the kids, right? <laughs> and so have you guys, first off, how did you know that you have the maybe the talents you guys have or how have you organized your time and how have you decided to give your treasures or or you know be good with those how have you worked that out in your marriage and within your own ability what's that Mm. been like well can I just be very honest and think that I didn't even realize that stewardship included anything other than money yeah I did not podcast where you learn tons (laughs) yeah I'm learning a lot that's usually the main focus though when you talk about stewardship (laughs) it's always in regards to finances, but yeah. Chad's absolutely right. There's so many different realms because mm-hmm. we think that we control all these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we don't, you know. Yeah. I feel like for us, we're always learning. Like, I feel like we're not hard headed, maybe in some senses we are, mm-hmm. but we are willing to correct ourselves when You're we teachable. need to. You have a teachable yes. spirit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, we're both kind of like, oh, well, that did not work out. Let's do something else. Or, yeah. Um, do, do you have an example of that? <laughs> Oh gosh, yeah. It can be a really simple um, example too. But I think it's good for people to hear yes. like failures that way they understand it. Like hey, people trial and error is a real thing and it's you don't mm-hmm. be afraid to fail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm well, big on while you're thinking of that, I'm big on 
having a bunch of different things that you can try out, especially when you're in a season of growth and change in your life, mm-hmm. whether that's going to college or starting a job or moving out of your parents' house or whatever, like get out there and try certain things out that you might've been scared to do before. Mm-hmm. Like I started working in a jail, like doing corrections. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't, I never in a hundred years thought that that's what I would do. And then I never in a hundred years thought I'd do secret service. And I never in a hundred years thought I'd be sitting here with you guys doing yeah. a podcast. Yeah. But I think sometimes stepping out of your comfort zone with the prompting of the Holy spirit go hand in hand with the talents yeah. that God has hardwired yeah. us for. And we don't know until we step into those things. Yeah. So we're hardwired for that. So what, look at your passions, look at your, what, what you enjoy. Cause I think God's, God's made things that we enjoy also things that he's called us to step yeah, into. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying you have to do something that you love or if you don't love it, then you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. Sometimes there's a necessary, you know, mm-hmm. uh, threshold across. Yeah. Okay. So my story has to do when we first got married, cause I was still in college or actually I don't think we were married yet. We were engaged and we were going to get married in like six months or something like that. It wasn't that far off. Yeah. And I was a freshman in college and so I was still living with my parents, was preparing for marriage. Like it was a funky, wow. funky stage. And I so badly wanted to be in a sorority because I was like, Lord, oh, yeah. I love to chat. Yeah. I love girls. Like I need yeah. a community because I commute. So like I'm not involved in the school in any way. Like yeah. I go home and I really like wanted to do that. And at the time I thought it was the best thing ever. I was like, I'm like so sorority, like, hello. Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, mm-hmm. I tried out for like all of them or how does that work? You, you know, rush. Rush. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I like did all that, the interviews and chatting and this, this and that. And I was like, I had the one that I wanted and I was like, we vibed so well. Like I know yeah. they love me. Yeah. I got recruited back from like one other one and it was like the least one that I ever yeah. wanted. And I was like, yeah. what the heck is going on? Yeah. yeah. And then that was clearly the Lord being like, bro, I'm closing these doors for you. You're about to get married. Why are, yeah. Why yeah. would you involve yourself in a sorority yeah. where you're going to have to live on campus with these girls? Right. Like you, can't. you need to be living with your husband and preparing yeah. your heart for that. Mm-hmm. So that was just like such a rude awakening to me. Cause it like ideally sounded so perfect and oh, sounded yeah. like it made so much sense. Mm-hmm. And then the reality came in and I was like, dang, that sucks. Yeah. My feelings were hurt. How did you like walk through that? Like in terms of like that transition, you know? Well, right before that, or like right, right after that was when we actually went to Passion. Um, and I don't know if y'all are familiar yeah. with mm-hmm. more of like, yeah, Passion, but specifically like my testimony, like I really feel like after attending Passion was when I made my relationship with the Lord my own. Wow. So that was such a pivotal point in my Aww. like mm-hmm. journey with the Lord. So, I remember seeing a change, like a, yeah. like a overnight change in you yeah. too. So that was like right yeah. before that. So okay. it the timing obviously like God's timing was so perfect in the sense that after that like a month later we went and I was like ah that's why like the pieces just like the puzzle piece just like made so much sense oh wow it was it was interesting when you said the piece or the puzzle piece because I thought you meant like the peace like God's peace it's kind of a little double entendre I really I really enjoyed that love me some D-E double entendre (laughs) (laughs) I was like what duh (laughs) so um we're actually going to be continuing this conversation over on our patreon there's a link to that in the description of this podcast but Jordy Wardy would you like to pray us on out (laughs) Jordy Wardy that's a new one change my name in your phone to that please yeah I already have the the profile picture picture. Uh oh with the fro pic yes my afro back in 12th grade so funny when I was 12 true afro too true 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 afro all right 
Let's pray. Lord, we thank you so much for uh, providing a mouthpiece for us that we may be your mouthpiece um, to the world, to our immediate context, and also those um, whom we brush shoulders with. Uh, I thank you for uh, this opportunity to share hearts and share minds and share uh, in the spirit together. And for those listening, Lord, that you would encourage them to know that we steward things, but ultimately they are yours, Lord, whether they're tangible or intangible. Uh, they belong to you, and we acknowledge that, we recognize that. And Lord, we ask that you help us, help us to be good stewards of the gifts you give us. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen, God. Amen, Amen, God. Amen. Amen. Amen, brother. Hand catch a chicken by the chin. Anyways, oh thank you all for tuning in. Again, there's a link to Patreon in the description of this podcast. And mm-hmm. uh, a huge thanks to Jordan and Melina for joining oh, us. Oh, y'all are honor. I mean, I would say that 98% of the people know who y'all are. Mm-hmm. However, for the 2%, how do they find you in your podcast <laughs> and everything? Oh, yeah. We didn't even say. We didn't even plug y'all. We didn't even say. They oh, have their own oh, podcast oh, yeah. called Ask For Me In My House. Yes. You can find us on Ask For Me In My House. We'll link everything below. I have a YouTube channel, too. Yes. Jordan debuts in that sometimes. I love it. Love yeah. It, so it. make sure to go give them a follow and a listen. Their podcast mm-hmm. crushes it. So yeah. we think you'll be really and blessed And we had by Chad it. and Tori, too. So y'all have yeah. to check that yeah. out. It'll be it's called cross-pollination, yes. folks. Look it up. Stop. We also did a YouTube video together. So if you want to see them, you know, yes. in the flesh. We also and not just hugged. hear their, their voices. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. We're going to, yeah. We're going to wrap this up and move this over to Patreon. Amen. Amen. Well, we love y'all. <laughs> we'll be talking to y'all tomorrow. Adios. Adios.